It's time for Tonya's Kitchen, taking you around the world of food and wine. Here is Tonya King. My guest today is Angela Engel, founder of the Collective Book Studio, a publishing house for lifestyle food and wine books. Thanks for joining me, Angela. Thanks for having me. You know, Friday Night Cocktails, what a great, fun title. Everybody thinks about Friday night as the kickoff to the weekend. Yeah, I, we love the title, too. I mean, it really is uh, a kickoff to the weekend since it's 52 drinks and there's 52 weeks in the year. Absolutely. And you have such a wide variety in here. Let's talk a little bit about uh, your concept for the book and what is included inside. Yeah, so we... um sort of came up with this concept. It, I can't actually take full credit for it. Although I'm the publisher, it was really a team effort. We have uh, at our at our company, we have these like monthly meetings, right? And we come mm-hmm. up with our own sort of homegrown, I would say, ideas. And we had published a book. One of our first books we published was called 52 Shabbats. And it did really well, really well for us. And it's, you know, taking the concept of Shabbat one Friday night, every Friday night. And so we sort of started thinking about this idea of what do we do every week? What do we do every Friday? And um, our managing editorial director, Dean Burrell, who's really wrote this book, he said, you know what I do? I have a cocktail on Friday night. And our uh, design director, AJ Hansen, was like, oh, my God, I have a cocktail on Friday night. (laughs) Sort of uh, and AJ and Dean both started to collaborate and AJ being a creative and taking a a lot of the photography that you're seeing in there and loving to have cocktails and Dean himself. uh, I said, this is a great idea and let's create a beautiful package around having a drink on a Friday night. Yeah. You know, it's so true because there are so many people that do it. Yeah. And also (laughs) I think what's really exciting, great about this book over what else is in the market is actually that it is for the home bartender. This is not where you have to go out and buy all these crazy ingredients that you have to go out and have a bunch of bar tools. This is really, really simple cocktails that any home bartender and real honestly, um, an amateur could easily do. I mean, an Aperol spritz is so easy. All you really need is a measuring shot glass. Yeah, (laughs) not bad, right? No. The thing is, sometimes I know myself can be included. I can get a little intimidated mm. if somebody says, oh, you know, I want a Manhattan. It's like, oh, well, the way I make a Manhattan might not be the way you're used to making a Manhattan. So this is like a great guide to what the classic Manhattan is. And then you can do what you want to give it a spark. Yeah, ex- I actually love that you say that because I think that people do get intimidated by drinks. I I love to cook, right? And honestly, I happen to be a huge wine drinker. My husband is also in the food and wine business. We we love to pour ourselves a glass of wine. And so be- why is that over, you know, simply making a fun vodka drink is uh, it's often because we're intimidated. And right. I think that's what this book does. I was just, we just celebrated Thanksgiving and it was so fun to just do something as simple as uh, a tonic, vo- really, really great vodka. And then taking a pomegranate cranberry juice 
and and putting a splash of lime in it, it was so easy. But it and so this book kind of shows you how easy those cocktails are and how refreshing and enjoyable they can be. It's by season. I love talking about that. And it's fun. And your book, because you split it up in seasons, gives you some great ideas for each season and each holiday. Yeah, we actually have a pumpkin pie cocktail in the book. Really? Yes, yes. What's better than pumpkin pie, we ask? How about a boozy pumpkin pie in a glass? <laughs> that sounds great. That sounds great. You know, I haven't had a chance to totally dig into some of these drinks as much as I hope to do in the near future. Let's talk about the seasons and the season that we're in now and what are some of the great cocktail suggestions that are in the book? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I already said the pumpkin pie. And we kind of joke here that like with your Thanksgiving leftovers, you can take a pumpkin pie spice and some of your little pumpkin pie parade. So I would recommend people taking that out because I do think people actually continue with the pumpkin pie. Uh, throughout the holiday season. But one of the other ones I love is an amaretto sour. That actually goes really, really well. And there's a great recipe for it in, in, in this one. And it's really simple. It's just lemon juice, freshly squeezed and simple syrup. Mm-hmm. And then a dried orange wheel. And I actually just borrowed a dryer. I'm drying. I just went apple picking. It was like the last of the season. I live out here in California. And I I'm literally in Yosemite app, apple picking and I text a good girlfriend. I'm like, I need a dryer and I'm drying all these apples. And so, it's, <laughs> and I'm now going to dry. Now I'm going to go through this book and dry like everything I can because people <laughs> forget in the winter. I'm the secret is for a good drink at a garnish is just, you know, dry some fruit and put it on top. Yes. Great idea. You know, we don't think about doing that. I don't think about drying apples. I know. So they have this, also they have an Applejack sour in here. Um, Highly recommend for autumn. So I'm kind of going through the autumn and then we go into like the winter cocktails. Oh, also speak of something. We also talk about pomegranate syrup. So if you don't want to spend, you know, your days drinking that cranberry drink, right? you can also take pomegranate syrup too. So give me some specific recipes. Tell me how to make a couple of these great drinks. Oh, okay, sure. So how about we start with an apple jack sour? So, okay, so you take one ounce of um, apple jack and one ounce of rye risky and a fourth of ounce of maple syrup. This is why we consider this like an autumn fall drink, you know, that kind of maple syrup fun um, taste you can get at a party. And then you just, you squeeze a little bit of lemon juice, about three fourths an ounce. And then you have half an ounce of orange, orange juice. This is, this is, so this is making, the idea is you're making one cocktail, right? Right. And then you can always take batch it for more, but we're really teaching people how to make a single cocktail for themselves on a Friday night. Sit down, pour yourself this. And all you have to take is two dashes of, um, and a ghost Dora bitters. And then I love that you grade uh, nutmeg for garnish on the oh, apple yeah. sour. So yeah. when I when we think about the holidays, imagine you pouring yourself that on a Friday night with like you know one of your best friends and sit around a fire. Oh, sit I'm all <laughs> yeah, I'm all about that. That's great. That's really um, great. Well, I know, and also really really easy. If that felt way too intimidating, just do a Cur Royale. This is the easiest drink and everyone at your party will be like, I'm having a great Christmas party. It's <laughs> literally back black currant liqueur. Okay. Um, champagne. 
and raspberry for garnish. That's all it is. Wow. And what are you yeah. calling that again? A Akir Royale. Ah, all right. That one sounds um, delicious. That is, it's, a, it's a riffing on the classic French cocktail called the Cur, right? Sure. And so all we're doing is we're just uh, swaps the wine with champagne. So it's a perfect cocktail starter. Like, honestly, all your Christmas parties, people walk in, have a tray of this. Just go get yourself some black black uh, currant liqueur and, and, and a dash of raspberry. And people think, you know, they walked into like a really fun party and they're going to have a great time already by just, you know, just stepping up that champagne quite so- a little bit. Let me ask you, Angela, what about a lot of the products that you're using? Are they easily available, all the different liqueurs yes. and whatnot? I'm going to tell you a funny story. So I just was in the Pacific Northwest for the Booksellers Association a couple of weeks ago, or a couple months ago in September. And I got off the plane and we were going to have a Friday night cocktails party for all these booksellers. And I was like, okay, I drove to Fred Meyer. Okay, have you ever been to a Dread Fred Meyer? It's very similar no. to like an H-E-B. It's on the West Coast. It's great. I grew, I went to, the, I'm a duck. I went to the University of Oregon. So I was like, I want to go into this Fred Meyer and I'm going to figure out from my Friday night cocktails, I'm going to see how easy this is to do. And I bought everything for um, an Aperol spritz. Aperol is found everywhere. Champagne yeah. is found everywhere. And I bought ev- uh, everything for a summer shan- um what is it? A summer shandy. Because that's really easy. That's just, you know, beer and 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 lemonade and spark sparkling water. And I put that in a big pitcher. So yes, my 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 consensus is you can easily use this book and go into a simple store like a Fred Meyer, which would be, you know, like a BJ's on the East Coast right. or okay. and yeah. a Target, uh, a, you know, any of these major stores, they have a barware section too. So if you don't even have a shot glass that measures, these types of stores have them for you. It's fun with a cranberry mule we have in here and you get those tin tin glasses those are just really really fun and they sell those easily everywhere from crate and barrel i actually think i saw some at fred meyer so these types of really simple barware are are really accessible too you know you don't realize how easy it is to put something together like this i know i know i also want everyone to know one of my favorite things in this this uh book is a peach raspberry bellini oh the reason is I know. Aren't you Italian? Yes. I love Bellinis. <laughs> Correct. But have you ever thought about doing a peach raspberry one? No, but I have had peach Bellini. I will tell you that. Haven't haven't thought about adding the raspberry, but that sounds like a nice little uh, addition. Yeah, I, uh, exactly. So that's what I really liked about this book is also they were playing off of both AJ and Dean playing off of ideas that you may have tried, right? Like a peach Bellini, but they actually teach you how to make a peach raspberry puree, which is on page 101 of the book. And then you just add Prosecco and a peach slice and you get something a little bit different. So nice and light and fizzy. Love it. Hey, you know, I'm going through your book and I'm looking at the month of December. You got to tell me how to make this drink called a penicillin. What's that all about? (laughs) Okay. So you are in, (laughs) you're in winter, huh? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we have the penicillin, but I love how the header says created in 2000 
and five by an Australian bartender named Sam Ross. Right. Dean is really driven into the history, which I think is unique to this book. And I think that's why uh, we've gotten rave reviews on Friday Night Cocktails is that that's interesting to people, right? Like you right. can kind of sit down, you can spend, uh, he writes, it was just 20, he was just 22 and working in a bar in Manhattan, no less. This drink will almost make you want to get sick more often. And then he says, <laughs> just kidding about getting sick, that is. The addition of the single malt floating on top adds a smoky aroma before you taste the sweet tart cocktail. So that's, I think it's just like, the idea of penicillin is, do you need do you need a Friday night? You just need some a med, uh, some good medicine, right? Yes. And that's sort of the idea around this, which is scotch whiskey, lemon juice. I love that it has ginger, honey, syrup, and there's how to make it on page 63. And, you know, you get single malt scotch. Um, so it's a mixture of blended scotch whiskey with a single malt scotch. I mean, and then candied ginger for garnish on top. Um, and I just think that's this is the a way to just um, soothe your throat, have a drink in December, and call it a week. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, that will knock anything out of you that is making you feel ill. <laughs> totally. We're talking about the brand new book, Friday Night Cocktails with Angela Engel. 52 drinks. Boy, you got every week covered, don't you? We do. We actually do. And the cool thing is, it's, it's, if you say week 25, or you can go into week 26, like we actually say that on the top of the book. So people can use this all different ways. They can actually, I'd love a challenge. I haven't tried this, but it is going to be January 1st, right? Very, very, very soon. But you could actually use the book and um, start off and go, okay, what am I doing week one and, and continue it that way? Or you could actually pick it up in December. So it's really, really organized really well for people. I'm going to probably want to do uh week 29, to be honest, that ginger lime whiskey sour. Oh, that sounds, sounds great. Really good at the end of this week. <laughs> it really does sound great. Just interesting combinations. And the pictures are beautiful in the book. Um, we did, we had a combination of here, um, like I said, AJ, who was our was our creative director and designer on the book, also did mixed and tested all of these drinks and and did a lot of the photography. And then we also used another photographer for uh, a few of them as well. It's classic. And I think what the photography does is really shows people how it looks and how easy and simple and yet elegant and beautiful a drink can look. And people that think ahead and plan parties throughout the year, it's a perfect book for that. You can oh, use this you. as a guide to like, okay, summertime party coming up. Let's think about what we're going to make. Some great ideas. Yeah, I really actually re highly recommend the next pool party that you have. I mean, well, <laughs> we're not there yet. Um, to do the summer shandy. Um, it's so easy. I What I did is I actually got like, you know how you put iced tea in a big black glass yes. um, jar? All I did is literally use what you serve iced tea in, right? Mm -hmm. When I drove it, I bought that at Fred Meyer. I poured a bunch of really good beer in there, sparkling water and lemonade. And I mixed it in that. And people just took solo cups and served themselves at this party and absolutely loved it. And so Perfect. I think that like... And so that summer shandy, what if you're going to hang out at the pool and you can serve other things, but have a big, 
have a big, uh, nice glass jar that people can just go over and, and, and serve themselves. Sounds perfect. A lot of people are going to be working on holiday parties coming up soon. So there'll be some great ideas for holiday parties for sure. Thanks so much for your time, Angela. We're talking with Angela Engel about the brand new book, Friday Night Cocktails. How do we find out more about this on social media? Oh, thank you for asking. So you can uh, follow us at the Collective Book Studio on Instagram. We also uh, have the book written up in a lot of places. Publishers Weekly just gave it a really beautiful review. It got a starred review in Forward Magazine. Um, It's been in Serendipity Magazine. It's in Holiday Roundups. It's actually in wherever books are sold. It's in holiday catalogs. Uh, It's on sale at Anthropology in stores. So I mean, I really hope that you guys can pick this up. It's actually, if you hold it in your hands, it's a great stocking stuffer. I don't know if you noticed that we kind of made it nice and slender and long. Yes. So it in, and it's really gender neutral, honestly. It's for anybody. It's not like one of those heavy cocktails that was very masculine or a very feminine cocktail. So it's really a gift for anybody. And one thing it does go into that I want everyone to know is that it talks about glassware. So really, if you are intimidated, it gives this guy can also really um, be for someone who's looking for brand new things and who's very, very interested in the history of the cocktails and makes cocktails all the time or for an amateur, like I said in the beginning of the podcast. Sounds like you have all the bases covered, Angela. (laughs) We try. Well, thank you so much for your time today and for uh, bringing the book to our attention. I I really appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you'll subscribe to this podcast as we continue to take you around the world of food and wine on Tonia's Kitchen. 